Lamed Dalid. I'm with Aleph, six lines down. Tanarabana. The Gemara brings a brisa that goes for about six lines and starts here. Shor Shavam Asayim, Shinaga Shor Shavam Asayim. An ox worth 200 gores, another ox worth 200. Vechaval Boy Bechamishim. And the uh, damage that was done was 50. So he's not killing the other shore, he's uh, damaging it, uh, depreciating it by 50. Ve. Shavach, now I underline Veshavach, and above Veshavach I wrote in Reisha. We're going to have a Reisha and a Seifa of this Tanaic source. In the Reisha, the um, ox which was gored, which was worth 200, and then had uh, 50 of damage, then Veshavach v'amad al arba that shore that had previously been worth 200, maybe then it was worth 150, it, it jumped up in value, and now it was worth 400, but wait, that's the damaged one. She'il male hezika, if it wasn't that it had been damaged, it was still in its pristine state. It would be worth 800. In other words, the value of the animal that was damaged increased greatly uh, shortly after it was damaged. So what is the mazik responsible for? He pays whatever he has to pay, say the chatzinezik, at the time that it was damaged. Kama. Chachash, if the um, animal went down in value, I underline the word chachash, then uh, what is paid is kisha'as ha'amada bedin. It's that the the, uh, value is assessed at the time of the court case, not at the time of the uh, damage. And that is uh, pretty obvious that the the depreciation that's taking place is because the animal uh, itself was damaged. And, and that's why it's going down. And if you would have assessed it at the time the damage took place versus now, it seems now it's even greater, but the greater uh, damage is because of that original injury. Comma. This, now I wrote above here, seifa, this word, and I underline the word shavach, Mazik, not the animal that was damaged, either went up in value or down in value, but the one that did the damage, the Shor HaMazik, uh, went up in value. No Yisein Loi, Kishar HaNezek. Kishar HaNezek, excuse me. The uh, Mazik has to pay like it was at the time of the damage. So when he damaged it and his uh, the, the uh, Nizak Shor went down in value 50, there's a well, 25 is the difference, and he pays the 25 like the Shas Ha Nezek. Kama. Chachash, I know the word Chachash, if the Shor HaMazik went down in value, then you do it based on the Kishas HaMadabitin. Okay, that's the end of the Brisa, and the Gemara is going to now uh, figure out, you know, we have those two opinions, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Kiva, who uh, is the author of the snake source. So Amar Mar, we quote five words, put them in right angles from the Brisa, Shavach Mazik, Noisin Now, this Shavach is going on the Seifa, uh, where we said if there was an increase in value on the Shor Mazik, the amount that has to be paid by the Mazik to the Nizek is Kishas Hanezek. Money, who would that be going like? Well, that would be, and I underlined Rabbi Shmal. Rabbi Shmal, he Amar, he's the one who says that the way we view when uh, Mazik's ox scores a Nizak's ox, the he is viewed as a Bal Chayv Hu. That which is owed is as though it's a, a monetary debt, and it's simply money that is owed to him. And that's why, regardless of the uh, increase or decrease in value of the Shoramazik, is a monetary value, and that stays the same. 
If you keep reading in the Seifa, the Tanaic source, uh, essentially the last four words, I put it in right angles, quote from the Bryce about four lines ago, Chachash, uh, if the Shor Hamazik went decreased in value, Kishas Hamad Bedin. Then uh, the assessment is made at the time of the court case, not at the earlier time of the uh, damage. Who would be the author of that part of the Tanaic source? Well, that would be Asan the Rabbi Akiva. And then Rabbi Akiva, the Amar Shutvinenu. He's the one who says that the relationship that the Mazak and Nizak have to the Nizak Shdam and Shor is that they're actually both Shutvin, they're so to speak like partners. Okay. So that's all right. The problem is when you combine the two conclusions, it turns out that the six-line price that we had, Reisha Rabbi Shmal, the Sefer Rabbi Akiva, uh, are we going to have to say that it's two different snake opinions, which we don't like to say. If we have to, we will, but we don't have to say there's no indication that that's the case. So the Gemara answer is low. Kama. Kule Rabbi Akiva. He, it actually is all Rabbi Akiva. Now that was fine for the uh, the later part of the Sefa, the, where the Shor Hamazik went down in value, the What is the case then when it went uh, up in value? Kisha pitzma. You know why it went up in value? Why the shore Hamas went up in value? Because the mazik paid a lot of money and had uh, high quality food and gave the shore a lot of it, and that was the reason for the increase in value. Okay, well, in one second here. Usually, like, standard case, when a Mishnah Bryce presents us with things going up or down in value, it's not because the person involved put more money into the deal. Uh, it, rather, it's just because it went up or down in value. So if you're going to say it's Kishapitmai, e Kishapitmai, a Maresha will have to read that also into what we would call the ratio, which was also an uh, increase or decrease in value, except the increase or decrease in value was in the damaged animal, the Shorhaniza. Let's quote the ratio now. Here's a one-line, one-word quote. I put the right angles in. Shavach, the damaged animal, actually had a, a sharp increase in value. It was worth 400 Dot, dot, dot. Uh, the amount that has to be paid is whatever it was worth at the time of the damage. Now, really? Why should it be at the time of the damage? Like, of course, if the reason it went up in value is because the person who owns the shore put a lot of money into it, do you have to tell me that the assessment is made at the time of the damage and not after the uh, Nizak has put all this additional money into it? Like, of course. Amar of Papa, so Papa explains that really we're going to say that the Holtenaic source is Rabbi Kiva, and it goes like this, colon, Reisha, which I underline the word Reisha, Mishka Chasla, you'll find the Reisha being correct, whether, and this is true, Bain de Pitzma, Pitzumi, Bain de Shavach Memela, whether the increase is because the owner fattened up and paid a lot more uh, for uh, better food and and more food, and that's why it increased in value, or even if it just went up because the market value went up, the itzrich lashmi'inan, and which one of those two is necessary for us to know? Where the increase is just because the market price increased, that the uh, amount that is given is whatever it was valued at the time of the damage. Whereas the comma, Seifa, and the word Seifa, you only find a Metzias in the safest case being correct if the, um, uh, the, the money had been put in to uh, fatten up the animal, and that's why there was the increase in value, period. Um, we quote the um, Tanaic source, uh, four words, Kishas 
We said if it, uh, now this is the Kichesh, the, the Nizak's animal, the uh, Shorha Nizak. This was uh, like two lines before the Brisa ended. Then the assessment is made, Keshasamad Bedin. Now, what caused it to decrease in value? Kichesh, Machmas Mai. Colon, because of what? If the reason why it decreased in value after it was uh, damaged was because it had been doing uh, work and the work uh, put it into a worse state, well, Lema lay, let the Mazik say to the Nizak, hey, listen, buddy, you were like working your shore. Why should I have to pay for the decrease because you worked your shore? At Mechachasht Va'ana Yahivna, you weakened it and I have to pay because of that? So clearly that's not the case. Um, Ravashi, Ravashi explains that the, and we may have already given this away, but the uh, weakening, the uh, decrease in value, the continued decrease in value from the time of the injury till the time of the court case, says Ravashi, it was all because of the wounds it sustained during the injury, where the Nizak, and this is a reasonable claim that the one who was damaged can put in at court and say, Listen, I, I know, let's say when it was damaged, it was worth 50, but now it's worth 20. And the reason is because it continued to deteriorate because of the damage at the time of the injury. Karna deturech kevira which literally means the horn of your ox is buried in it, in, in my animal. In other words, the continued uh, deteriorating state is due to the initial injury. Says the Mishnah, Shorshov Masayim, Shinaga Shorshov Masayim, 200 value Shorva, Gores a 200 value Shorva, Ain on a Veli of a Klum and kills it, and the Veli is worth nothing. Amar Abmeir, I boxed Abmeir al Zenamar, said, Oh, this is the case that the Pasuk was referring to, and it said, quote, Umachrus Ashora Chai, the Chatsuis Kasboy. You sell the living Shor, this is talking about a short Tom, they sell the living Shor, the Chatsuis Kasboy, and each one gets a hundred. So the one who had their shore gored, it was worth 200, he gets half damages, that's a hundred, and the one who had a shore worth 200 walks away with a hundred in cash. Shamarle Rabbi Yehudai, box Rabbi Yehudai, said to Rabbi Meir, yeah, that's right. However, if you keep reading in the Pasuk, points out Rabbi Yehudai, a little bit challenging, because he says to Rabbi Meir, Kiyamta, your explanation is great for the first part of the Pasuk, quote, umachru es hashor hachai v'chatsu es kaspoi, end quote. The loikiyam to the problem is you have to keep reading in the Pasuk, you haven't fulfilled when the Pasuk says, v'gam ha-meis yechatsun. Ooh, and they also split the deceased shore, the killed shore. Now, it can't be where the carcass is worth nothing, because then what are they splitting? V'ezeh? Question mark, comma? Zeh shore? This has got to be the case as Rabbi Yehuda. Starts out the same. Ooh, and the dead carcass is worth um, 50 zuz. The owner of the shore, which is worth 200, that was the shore mazik, gets half of the value of that one and half of the value of the deceased. The warming of Bryce goes to the first of the wide lines, about eight lines total. And it's uh, basically a rerun of the Machlokas from Meir and Rabbi Huda in the Mishnah with a little bit more uh, insight. Here's the price: Shor shov masayim, shnaga shor shov masayim, v'hanavela yafachamishim zuz, and the vela is worth um, fifty. So we're going to flip the sheets around. This is going to be the Rabbi Huda understanding of the case. Well, zenoyte chetzi hachai, the chetzi ames. This one takes half of the value of the chai which was sold, so it's worth two hundred. It gets hundred. The chetzi hames, and the mace is worth fifty. So you split that for twenty-five. V'zenoyte chetzi hachai, the chetzi hames. The Zehu, and this is the case of Shor Ha'amor 
Betaira, Diver Rabbi Yehuda. This is the case the Torah was talking about, and we bought Rabbi Yehuda. So basically, the guy who had a shore mazik was worth 200. The guy who had a shore of the Nizak was only worth, it was worth 200. Then it got killed, uh, gored, and now it's only worth 50. So if you left everything the way it was, the one who had his shore gored started out with 200, but then he only ends up with 50. And the one who did the goring has his 200. So what do you do? You sell the shore hamazik, thereby getting 200 in cash, split it 100-100. And you also split the value of the shore hanizak, which is chamishim, which means that each one of them ends up with 75, excuse me, 100, which is half of the 200, and 25. In other words, each one ends up with 125, which bottom line, the shore that was damaged was devalued by 150, and you split that 75-75. So the uh, Mazik has to pay 75. He ends up with a shore. He had a 200, and then it's worth 125. That's 75 less. And the shore ha Nizak owner also gets half damages to get up to 125. That's Rabbi Yehud. Rabbi Meir, who we boxed, Aymer, Ein Zehu, Shor Ham, or That's That's not the one that we're talking about. Ela Shor Shav Masayim, Shnach, Shor Shav Masayim, Vein HaNeveliyaf HaKlum. And the main issue is here that the Nevela is worth nothing. Al Zen Emar, that's what the Pasuk was referring to when it said, quote, Umachru Es HaShor HaChai V'chatsu Es Kaspay. End quote. Well, Elamani Mekayim. Now here, Rabbi Meir understands, he obviously knew the Hemshech of the Pasuk. He says, how do I then understand when the Pasuk continues and says, quote, four words, Vegames HaMesia Chetsun? Oh, you know what that's talking about? Mayor will tell you, Pachas Shepachasumisa Mechatsin Bechai. The decrease in value, or the loss that uh, it decreased because of the death that you split in the live animal, which Rashi, uh, three lines under the uh, Gemara, says as follows. He does a Kolomar Rashi. I squiggle underline. We'll see the Rashi inside, squiggle on the Kolomar. And I underlined these. Uh, Six words. Nevela loy shaycha gabe maziklal. Which means like this. The nevela, the one who did the damage, the mazik, he doesn't have any shaychas to the poor nizak's animal at all. Ella? What does he get? Shaminas ha nevela kama pechusin dameha achshav mishashahayachai. So what was it worth when it was alive? 200. What's it worth now? 50. And what the mazik has to do is pay the difference of that Divided by two. That is the uh, opinion of Rabbi Meir. That's the end of the Tanaic source. The Gomorrah points out, by the way, I put an arrow in the margin on the line that starts with the word ma, in other words, uh, one line ago, and we're going to refer back to this point in the, uh, the Gomorrah. Uh, well into, uh, excuse me, well on top of Bayes. Here's the Gomorrah now. Michti. Ben Rabbi Meir, Ben Rabbi Huda, uh, either way you do the Cheshpan, each one of the parties, whether you go like the Rabbi Meir approach or the Rabbi Huda approach, is going to end up with 125. In which case, my Where's there a case which would bring out a distinction between the ways that they view this case? Amarav, I circled Rav's name, I put a number one in the margin. And the reason I did that is because if we flip over to Ahmed Bayes, about uh, 12 or 13 lines down or so, first line is Yochanan, I circled Rabbi Yochanan and put a number two in the margin. So we're going to have two approaches as to what's the Nafkamina case. My Beinayu, Amarava, Pachas Nevela, double underline Pachas Nevela, Ikebeinayu. That is, if the value of the Nevela um, decreased from the time it was killed until the time it was 
sold. That's the Machlokas. Rebbe Meir, who I underlined, Savar Pachas Nevela de Nizak Have. It's the uh, Nizaks, and the Nizak has to take that as a loss, whereas Rabbi Yehuda, and we underline Rabbi Yehuda, Savar Pachas Nevela de Mazik Have Palga. No, that's the same way they're uh, splitting it uh, in Rabbi Yehuda's view. They're also going to split if there is a decrease in value of Nevela from the time it, uh, the animal was killed till the time that it was sold. Amrle Abaye circled Abaye. Abaye says to Rava, "Well, if that's what you're going to say, Im Kane, then it really turns out almost uh, paradoxically that Matsina the Rebbe Yehuda Tom Chamor Mimuad that you'd have a, a a short Tom, which is that it hasn't really been uh, warned to gore, uh, being more machmir at least in a certain way than a muad because when it comes to a muad, uh, we said back on uh, Daf Yud that it's the bailim that are metaplim benevela." Uh, and, and here, apparently, it would be uh, 50%. If you want to say, yeah, yeah, that's just the way it is, because we actually have a precedent for this, where the Tam is more machmir than the Muad, like the uh, following quote of a Mishnah, which we'll see in about 10 days from now. I box it off, it goes almost to the end of the line. Rabbi Yehuda, I don't Rabbi Yehuda, Tam Chayev Umuad Potter. Now, the uh, case over there is regarding the, the level of shmira of watching the animal that somebody who's watching it is responsible for. And yet we see there's a certain case where with a low-level shmira, a tom would actually have liability that a muad wouldn't. Well, one second here, says Gemara. Amar, I'll tell you, Deshamis, the Rabbi Yehuda, Le'inyan, Shmira, Dixivi, cry. I'll tell you that we hear that Rabbi Yehuda, true, he'll say that sometimes the Tom will be more Machmer, but that's because it's almost like a Gzeras Akasav. The Psukim write that that is the way that we have to assess it. However, Kamalinian Tashluman, when it comes to the big issue, which is how much money does the uh, one who did the damage have to pay, Mishamis, do we ever hear Rabbi Yehuda saying such a thing? Question mark. Exclamation point. Comma connector. Vehatanya. We have a price that clearly indicates not. This price goes four, two, four, six, about almost seven lines and starts here. Rebbe Yehudaimer, handle in his name. Yachal, I might think, or you might think. Imagine this case. Shor Shavamana. Uh, now, for whatever reason, the um, Gemara is going to be using shekels and agurot or dollars and cents. We'll, we'll try to translate it all to one currency. So, um, I'm going to write numbers above each one. It's all going to be in the context of uh, Zuz. So, Rebbe Yudaimer Yachal Shor Shava Mana, I wrote above that 100. Uh, that's a 100 Zuz value Shor. Shenagach, that gourd, a Shor Shava Chamesh Slime. Now, for every Sela, there are four Zuz. In other words, it's worth 20 Zuz. So, you have a, basically, it's a Rolls Royce um, or like a fancy Mercedes uh, crashing into a Toyota or a uh, a real uh, inexpensive car. So it's worth 100, and it, uh, the shore that's worth 100 gores a shore worth 20. Vahanevela yafa sela. And what about sela? Forzas. So 100, a shore worth 100, uh, gores a shore worth 20, and it's only worth 4 now. Well, what are you going to have then? Well, apparently what you do, you sell the live one and you split it. Now that's very interesting, is that the uh, fellow who started out with the 20 Zuz shore is going to end up with 52 Zuz? Because, yeah, listen, that's what we were told. You sell the one that was 
that's left alive, you sell the, one, the, the dead one and split it. It's 50 plus 2 would be 52 each. How can that possibly be that he started the incident with a shore worth 20 and ends up with 52 in cash? Amris, so we answer, v'chi muad lama yatsa. No, that can't be, because why is it that a shore muad is taken out of the rule of a shore tom? Like, what, what was it, what, what's unique about it? Lahakmar lav, lahakalav, that we should be more stringent with it or more lenient with it. Clearly, heavy aimer, lahakmar lav, to be more stringent with the laws of it. Well, uma muad, enu mishalom elama shehizik, the most a muad can ever pay is total damages, then Tom Hakal, I squiggle in line Tom Hakal, when you're dealing with a shore Tom that's much more makel, loikol shikane. Now that's the other snake source that was all authored by Rebbe Yehuda, and Rebbe Yehuda's calling the shore Tom as being kal. Ella, this has to lead to a new approach, which it does. We squiggle in the yellow, we circle Rebbe Yochanan, this is the second approach. You know what the Ika Benayo between Rebbe Meir and Rebbe Yehuda is? Shvach Nevela, double nine Shvach Nevela. Now if you note back on the Amud Aleph, the issue we thought, or at least that Rava wanted to tell us, was pachas nevela. Here it's something else. It's shvach nevela. Nevela is going up in value. That's the issue, which would be the difference between Rameir and Rabbi Yehuda. Colon de Savar. I squiggle on that. Mar Savar wrote above that Rabbi Meir denizak have that the increase totally is the nizaks. The one who was damaged, whereas Marsavar, as we learn in Marsavar, this would be Rabbi Yehuda's of the opinion that it's Palganol, that we always are going to split it, and you would split also the increase. And then it makes sense, the Tanakh source which we're about to see, there was a question, the Rabbi Yehuda, how can it possibly be that the one who did the damage is going to take Shvach, and now we're going to sort of reverse the case. Not the guy with the Rolls Royce crashes into the guy with the uh, Toyota, but the guy with the Toyota crashes into the guys with the Rolls Royce. Yochal, I might think, Shor Shava Chamesh Slime. I wrote about that 20, because 5 Sela is 20 Zuz. So you have a Shor worth 20. Shinagach Shor Shava Mana, the uh, Toyota goes crashing into the Rolls, that the one that's worth 100, and kills it. Vahanevela Yafa Chamishim. And the uh, carcass, the dead shore is worth 50 zuz. Okay, now what's the general rule when that happens? You sell the live one and split it, and you sell uh, the uh, uh, dead one and split it. In which case, the guy who started out with a shore worth 20, so this is going to get half of the one that's still alive, which would be 10. The chetziyames, which would be a 25, a total of 35. He started out with a $20 shore, and he ends up with $35? How can that be? That can't be. So Amris, we answer, We don't find such a case where I, my shore caused damage and I end up benefiting from it. And, and therefore that can't be. I squiggle underline the ve'oimer. And the Pasuk also says this interesting double lashon. Shalem, yeshalem. He shall surely pay. Okay, that double lashon of shalem tells us that, you know what? The owner of the shore that did the damage always pays. In other words, it's going to have to be out of pocket. There's no way he's going to end up better off than when he started. Baitli Mishalman, the owner of the shore mazik, will have to pay. Ve'in Baitlim and the owner of the shore mazik, there's no way nightly that they end up taking more than they started out with. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Okay, um, two proofs apparently were necessary for this, or two sources. What's the second source necessary for that we wouldn't have known if we only had the first source? So the Gemara now asks, my Valimer. Valimer is that word we squiggle underline that brought us the Shalem Yishalem Drasha. Here's what. Says the Gemara, you might have thought to say, 
Hani Mili, where is it that the shore ha mazik? There's no way the mazik's ending up with more than he started. That's hecha diika pseida lenizak. Yeah, that makes sense because there's a loss to the nizak. Aval hecha deleka pseida lenizak. If you could imagine a case, which we'll see shortly, where there would actually be no like value loss to the nizak, then maybe the mazik can also get a little bit extra. Now, how do you have such a case? Imagine this. Kigayin. Shor shava chamei shlaim. I wrote above that 20. You have a ox worth 20. Shenagach shor shava chamei shlaim. I wrote above chamei shlaim 20. So an ox worth 20. Gorzin kills an ox worth 20. Vahanevela. Ooh, there was like a market spike in the value of nevelas. The dead shore worth 20. Hanevela yafa shloishim zuz. 30 zuz. Hmm. So how do you then uh, take care of any payments that are necessary? Shakil nami, mazik, bishvacha. The uh, mazik, the one who had the animal that damaged, uh, he originally had an animal worth 20. He's going to end up with what? Half of that 20 animal, which is 10, plus half of the nevelo, which is now worth 30, basically 25, which means that each one of the Participants here, the Mazak and the Nizak, started with a shore with 20, and they'll each end up with 25 in their pocket. So maybe there, since the Nizak's not losing anything, we can also say the Mazak doesn't have to lose anything and actually get more out of this. The Oimer, and we say, no, there is no way. The Mazak is getting more than he started with. And that's what, here's the uh, quote from the price, a shalem yeshalem, you shall surely pay. That's the owner of the Mazak animal, Bailim Mishalman. There's no way the Bailim is going to take more than uh, what they started out with. Semicolon. Now we go back. We had an arrow on uh, the bottom of Amud Aleph. We're going to go back to that point right now. Rav Acha Bar Tachlifa says to Rava, Im Kain, I put the corresponding arrow in the margin pointing back up. If it's really uh, so that um, Rabbi Huda does not darshan the Pacha Shapicha Sumisa Mechatzin Bechai, then Matzinul Rabbi Yehuda, it would turn out the Rabbi Yehuda, Tam Mishalem Yoyser Mechatzinazek. You can have a short Tom, and usually the rule is that if a person has a short Tom, they only pay half damages. It would turn out that it would be more than half damages. Vatayra Amra, and yet the Torah says, Umachros Ashorachai Vechatzuas Kaspai. How do you split it? You split it an equal split, not more than half damages. Now, Rashi explains what the case would be over here. Um, we'll skip across to the Rashi. It's a couple lines above where we have the Says Rashi, Im Kane, if it's true, Deloy Darish Rebuta that he does not darsh in the, here's a phrase, uh, five words, Pachosh, Pichosu, Misa, Mechazin, Bechai, Kama, then Matzin, what turns out by a Tom, Mishalm Yosem Mechazin, Ezek, that a person who's short Tom's damages should have to pay half damages, he might have to pay more. Hey, Chidami, how would that work out? So says Rashi, Shor Shava Chamishim, a Ox worth 50. Shinagat Lashor Shava Arboim, who gores a shore worth 40. Vahanevela Yafa Esrim. And what about that? 20. So an ox worth 50 gores an ox worth 40, kills it, and the uh, Nevela is worth 20. Vahave Nezek 20, and, and the damage, the depreciation is 20. Upalganizka, so what's Chatsi Nezek? What would the owner of the shore that was killed be entitled to? 10. But in this case, where you split the value of the live one, so live one's worth 50, split that 25, 25, and the chatsia mace, the mace one's worth 20, so you get 35. Notel Nizak, Bechai, he gets of the live one the value, Chafe 25, of a mace, 
Asar another 10, Haray 35. Okay, so he had a shore worth 40. Then it was killed and it was only worth 20. He should get half the damage, he should get 30, but he ends up with 35. The Mazik has to pay, ends up paying more than half damages. Back in the Gemara, as is the Gemara, is later Rabbi Yehuda. Well, Rabbi Yehuda holds that the pachas shepichasu misa mechatzin bechai that the devaluation that misa caused for it gets split in the live animal. And as Rashi says back in the Rashi, is there Rabbi Yehuda pachas shepichasu misa hilchach? Therefore, behahu nami mikra nafgale. In that case, also we would learn from the psukim delay shakel elachatzinezek. There's no way that the nizak, if the animal that damaged him was a short tom, is going to get more than half damages. Minale, where does he know that from? Back in the Gemara. Me, from the Pasuk, says, Gam es hames yechatsun. Oh, and also the deceased one they split. One second, didn't we have Rabbi Yehud already use that phrase? Gam es hames yechatsun. V'ha afki Rabbi Yehud le. To the case of about a line and a half, that was the source that Rabbi Yehuda used to say that each one, the Mazak and the Nizak, gets half of the live animal's value and half of the damaged animal of the of the of this of the killed animal's value. Answers the Gemara, and with this we'll conclude. Im Kain Nichtayv Kra. The pasuk could have said not vegam esamisiachetzun, just. In other words, without the word vegam, comma, my, and I double in on this word in quotation marks, vegam, that additional word vegam, shmamina, tarti, teaches us that we can learn both of limudim from that phrase. Adkan.